So, after Shavuos, we didn't get to do as much as we wanted before Shavuos, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't continue now. Now, before we start this podcast, I just wanted to put out there that we are trying to get um, the upcoming podcasts sponsored. If you would like to sponsor, please reach out to me via email or my phone number, or speak to me if you know me in person. Um, and um, Mr. Shema will help us continue this. Now... We're going to start with a line, I hope I get it right, from someone named Viktor Frankl. I'm not 100% sure exactly who he is. But um, the Rav of quoted it, so it can't be that much of a problem. But I think he was a good person, it sounds like. He said that after viewing the events of the Holocaust, we need to have a statue of responsibility to balance the statue of freedom, liberty, that we have over here. Freedom is an amazing thing, but without responsibility, anything could happen. As you look around the world we live in today, we're not getting into details, but a good way to, to sort of like give you a sort of picture into what I'm tra- going to be trying to get at is like this. There was a book I read a number of years ago, if you know what it's called, fine, if not, not. And in there, it was a very satirical book, and in there... The town, the main, the city, set up as making fun of I don't know exactly which country, set up what was they called a, a thieves guild, a guild for robbers. The rule, the rules were as follows: um, if you were part of the guild, you were allowed to steal, up to a certain point, and every person had a limit to how much they could be stolen from. If you weren't a thief and you a thief in the guild and you stole, then the thieves would take care of you accordingly, and they took care of you much better than any law enforcement um, agent would take care of you. And it came to a point where the, where, the, where the watchman, the policeman of the town said, you know, or maybe the, maybe the guy in charge of the town said, I don't know, the watchman have to work triple time to lower crime by even a little bit, but the thieves guild just has to take off for a day, and crime drops. And then all of a sudden, the thieves are the ones who become... The tzaddikim. They took a day off. Everyone says, oh, such nice thieves. That's what came to mind when they um, um, lowered the... In New York, issued a gas tax break last week. We're paying $5 a gallon. They say, oh, you know what? We'll take off the 20-cent tax that we take from every single gallon. And now they're t- now it's like, now they're tzaddikim because they're letting off that, that, that little bit. But that, it's, um, it's not exactly comparable, but... But it just came to mind, just the same type of thing, like, you know, how, how things work. And um, so responsibility. So it's very interesting. Because Reb Chaim Kanievsky, we mentioned, says that to get a love of learning, you have to learn Baba Kama. Now, there's all, I mentioned it to a few people, and I told them about the cow thing. The cows um, are not responsible, they just do whatever they want, and people... Uh, you're different. You have to realize something more to the world than just going around and eating people's grass, stepping on their kalim, and goring them. And and the question is, the question is, you don't. I mean, Baba Kama is where, where it's spelled out that there's responsibility uh, for, what, for what you or even your, your, your even what you own does. But it's really it's really what comes out of shulis. Right, what Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef said, Kama Yosef Ikebashuki, 
If not for this day, I would I would be I would I would just be I wouldn't be Rabbi Yosef. That's why he celebrated, especially on Shavuos. So the first step into realizing this 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 gift of Shavuos and the Torah, which gives us our, our responsibility, which gives us our purpose, I think is the pasuk that we sung. So we learned how to sing that song. We learned how to sing last week. Baruch Hu Hashem separated us from the, those who erred. He gave us a terror of truth. Right? The time, at least in the focus of our conversation over here, are those who just are all about rights and freedom and rights and freedom. Your, your right to a secular education. Right? That's a new right. Your right to this, your right to that. The right to secular education bothered me because... Every right, you could have the flip side right, the right to staying secluded and spiritually pure. That also would be a right. So so if you're just going to go down the rights path, then it's my rights versus your rights, and everything goes, and eventually that leads to anarchy because everyone has their own set of rights that they feel they're entitled to. That's the error. That's going to eventually lead to chaos. And look at the chaos around us in the world. That's the that's the time. And us on Lanu Tires MS... We get life from Torah, but not just, not just, not just, not just a spiritual life. You get even the regular mundane physical life. You live a Torah life, you're going to be much happier. If you live a life that, that's about making sure you have your freedoms, and that's all, and what's coming to you, and when you trip because you were busy on your phone while you were walking on the street, and you sue someone, spend weeks and weeks on that, and maybe you win, maybe you don't, but it's not life. That's not life. That's that's all about freedom, and freedom as it means and in, in, in unto itself. So it's very interesting because because the Pachy Yitzchak says in Shirashirim that Shirashirim is Shlomo Hamelach's yearning to be like David Hamelach. That's what it's all about. He had a world. He had lived in a world where. Where his 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 kingdom was a peaceful kingdom, he lived b'shalva, built the base of Migdash. It was so amazing, but what bothered him was he didn't get to put in that effort. He had, he didn't have the, that 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 challenge of of reaching what David Hamalach reached through 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 trials and tribulations and hardships, and he felt that he missed out. Shlomo Hamalach, the greatest king that ever lived. Some of them felt he missed out because he didn't have that have to put in that effort. So, this is this is just like a side point. This this mention of of, of it. It's just that David Hamelach is the yantif we're to talk about. So that's why I want to mention it. That David Hamelach felt responsible to build the Beis Hamikdash as much as he could, even though he couldn't build it. He felt this is part of his job. So he made sure that Shlomo Hamelach's kingdom was peaceful. Everything was done for him. He took all the achrayos on himself. And and Shlomo Hamelech realized he missed out on the mysterious nefesh of his father, and and so much so that's what he yearned for his whole life. The greatest king that ever lived yearned for for the responsibilities that his father had, that 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 that, that yoke that his father took on, that mysterious nefesh, and it just shows you that you could have it all, but 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 it's not about that. It's about what you. Could take on yourself. Ah, so now let's get to the next step. So that is this mantle of responsibility, so to speak, 
is actually one of the keys to Matan Terra. It's built into Matan Terra. How is it built into Matan Terra? So we know the Medrash says that Hashem was Kafa Le Mahar Kegigas. Hashem held, held, Hashem held a mountain over Klal Yisrael like a barrel. Now, if Klal Yisrael was already accepting the Torah, why, why did Hashem have to add the mountain? What was the mountain? What was the mountain going to add? What was the, why was it necessary? Why did we need the mountain part? We had, we already had the, we already had the. We already, we already said we're going to do it. What, what's, what was the, what was the Harkigigis? So, a number of years ago, I saw actually a very interesting Maharal who explained who explained this. He explained exactly what he explained. I don't know if I can find it now. But basically, he said, Oh, to tie out the, the, the Goyim in the beginning of Mesach of Adazarah, claim, claim, why, why do we have to, what, 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 it's not fair, right? Kalei got the Torah, but yeah, they were forced to get the Torah. Right? Hashem took it, Hashem picked the Harsinai and held it over, over the nations. And it was, if you accept the Torah, good. If not, not. So, what happened was, the Maharal says, he says it in the Goddess, he says it in Therese Yisrael, he says that the reason why Hashem was Kafalim HaGegis was not to make them accept the Torah. They accepted the Torah. That was done already. He did it so that it would be Mukhrochim LeKabalat HaTorah. That means... We all know how it works, right? I'm a Kabbal to learn X amount. I'm a Kabbal to do this mitzvah, I'm a Kabbal to do that mitzvah, I'm a Kabbal, whatever. But when the Hechrich is not there, so a few days later, a few months later, a few, what, a few whatever later, it's over. So Hashem was making Kalal Yisrael Mukhrach to accept the Torah, locking it in. The Hechrich is what makes you responsible to make sure it gets done. Right, the old different types of achreichim. In younger years, we, 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 what you call it? We have all different contests. What's a contest? It's the hechrich. Or, or a chavrusa. Or, or a set time you go, you make sure you don't miss. You, you have everyone at their, at their age and, and their level of responsibility knows what hechrich works for them. But, matan taira. The yidin are sitting there by the mountain. They said, nazav and ishmael, jid mitzvahim, everything. Shem says, no, you need a hechrich. You still need a hechrich. You need, to have something that's going to keep you going when it gets hard, because it always changes. The, the events of your life change. Sometimes it's sometimes it's hard. We need to have that hechrich of, of whatever it is. So now, you do have the freedom to choose, but if you want to succeed, you need to take on the task at hand. Take it on. Take responsibility for it. One more, just one more example it's like it's like a bit of a mix, right? We see in Parshas Nasai, right into Parshas Nasai, we have the Nesim. 
the Nesim in this week's parasha are, are, are like the stars of the show. So what, what happened? The Nesim learned this lesson. They said, by, 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 by Pasha Shruma, we'll do whatever's left. A very vague acceptance of responsibility. Whatever needs to be done, we'll do whenever, whenever come, come back to us. They saw at Pasha Shruma, according to the measure, that that was wrong. And in this week's parasha, they took the initiative. And Moshe, we want to get involved. What can we commit to? Right? When you commit to something and you get your bill from the shul, that you committed, you pledged. You got pledges the hechrich. Right? I'm going to pledge. I'll just give money. Right? And then by the rabbi's speech, you're ready to give $1,000. And by that, that fundraiser, you're ready to give $1,000. And then by the time you get home, it's only 720 And by the time you finish your suda, it's, it's $500. And by mincha time, it's 360 And then by the time Shabbos ends, it's 180 And then you don't do it that night. By the time you get you end up giving them $18. Right? So what's that? What's, what, so what's, what's with the, what, 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 when, you, when you pledge it, when you say, I'm doing this, now it's, now it's locked in. And the seeing went to Moshe, what can we give? What can we do? What can we, lock us in. Tell us what we have to do now. We want to commit. Right? And now, they get, each one of them, why don't we just say, the 12 Nassim gave these things. We say each one, their own thing. They're, they're part of the Torah in a big way. 70 something, not 70 something, is it 6 times 12? It is 72 Pesukim, I think. They, they, get, they get a lot of Pesukim in the Torah. More than one minute. Right, we say that the few little pieces of the Torah, things that are given by Muslim and given and, and, and given by Muslim and given and given in little hints, and 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 then we have uh, the story of the Abed Avram is given is given twice, right? But how many psukim is that? I imagine it's somewhere around twenty-five to thirty-six psukim. It's about and I can't do it exactly, but it's still not seventy-two psukim. These Nesim who took on the responsibility. To make up for their for their for their past mistake, they get seventy two psukim in the Torah. That's big. That's very big. Now, that's amazing, right? Now, but they're the Nesim, so it's hard to like you know maybe we don't necessarily relate to the Nesim. They're too beyond us. But in the Chemya, it's a very interesting parak, parak Gimel. A very interesting parak. In parak, in the story of Nechemya, Nechemya here is from from he's the he's the Saramashkim. Means he was a wine tester, one of the most trusted advisors to King Dayavish of 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 Paras, and he gets news from Yerushalayim that the walls of Yerushalayim are serious in serious trouble. They may be not totally destroyed, but they're definitely very much in disrepair. And some parts are burnt down, and the Goyim are starting up with them, and they need help. And Nehemiah gets permission from the king, and he goes to Yerushalayim, and he begins immediately reconstruction of the walls, and he calls everyone together to get involved. And the next parak, that parak there with parak Alpha and Beth Gimel is who got involved. It lists them: the family of this family. They built this section of the wall. That family built that section. This, the, the governor got involved. He built this piece. The mayor got involved. He built that piece. Right? The town of whatever Tekoa, I think it is. The farmers got involved. The rich people didn't get involved. Right? Listed. That's it. So now the farmers of this town. Right? The regular people. Okay, they lived in Israel during that time. It was a big sacrifice, but they're regular people. They got up, took some responsibility, built the walls of Yerushalayim, and now they're in Tanakh. It's not an easy safety to get into. They're in Tanakh, right? Esther's in Tanakh. Mordechai's in Tanakh. In Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah. That's, that's who's in Tanakh. And then Divrei Hayom is the Yichas of the family of David and Malach. 
And then there's the farmers from Tekoa and the governor of half of Yerushalayim, who I don't know if he's a tzaddik or not, and the guy, people from this town, people from that town, this person, that person, and this guy built and repaired and he did that. And they took responsibility. And now they're in the Tzrach forever. They're remembered forever. So we could sit back and focus on our freedom or we could take the leap to take responsibility and realize there's so much more to freedom than just freedom alone. Have a wonderful week.